The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio, folks. As always, glad to be with you today. I want to give a big shout-out to my tweets out there who are listening and giving me some great tweeter feedback. We've got another tweeter head, Leah Lamb, with us today. We met via Twitter, and we've actually met in person, which is kind of a fun thing when you're talking to somebody for weeks and weeks on Twitter. We recently were at the same conference in Hawaii. Our jobs are really super tough, uh, but we got to do it. Somebody's got to be out there leading the charge, and Hawaii was the place to be. We were at a conference called Rethink Hawaii, put on by another Twitter uh, friend of ours, at Christine Liu. And uh, we got to talking about sustainability. We got to talking about some green things. And Leah is just one of those amazing spearhead leaders in green media. In fact, she's the online producer for CurrentTVs.com placement at Current.com slash green. She's the online producer of their green channel. And she's been doing some really, really cutting-edge stories on Copenhagen and a lot of sustainability issues that sometimes just aren't making it into the mainstream media. Now, for those of you who don't know about current TV, um, I'm going to let Leah talk to you more about what it actually is and what its goals and objectives are, but a lot of you probably recognize the name of it because it was founded by former Vice President Al Gore, and it's a 24-7 cable satellite television network but it also has an Internet site that allows um, users and end-users and, and audience members to participate as well. It's really a cool platform, and, and Leah's going to talk to us more about it. But, Leah, I am so excited to have you on Go Green Radio. Thanks so much for joining us. I know that our Go Green Radio listeners are going to be very interested in the stories and the viewpoints that you've been covering lately on the Green Channel of Current TV. So let's begin at the beginning and have you explain to our audience what Current is and how it got started. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm really just tickled pink to be here, so thank you. Um, you know, current, I think you did an excellent description of it, actually. We're both a television network and we're a website. And um, I, I know for me, one of the things I love out of it is that we really highlight the voices. It's an amazing platform for people from all perspectives from all around the world to get their voices heard. And so that's one of the main pieces that we have to offer. And amazing storytelling. I think it's it's definitely we uh, slant towards the young and the young at heart, and um, and have unique perspectives hopefully to share about the world. So one of the things I love I about what, what you said, yeah, what you guys say on the website, which relates to this, is it's the democratization of media. I love that concept. What does that kind of mean to you? Well, I think that means just like what you know that people from everywhere can contribute the news that they think is important. 
you know, especially the website. So if you go to our website, it's not just the news that I think it's important. It's the news that our users think is important, and so in our community. So that's, I think, the piece that's really exciting, that you're no longer just looking at it through the filter of an editor, but you're also looking at it through the filter of the community that you've chosen to be a part of. And, of course, really well, and for those of you who kind of want to take a look at this while we're talking, don't close this web browser. Keep listening to us on voiceamerica.com, but open a new tab in your web browser, and you can check out Leah's page as we're going through this at www.current.com slash green. And, uh, you know, Leah, I always love to find out what brings people to the green table. How did you first get involved with Current TV and Vice President Gore's initiative? Um, well, I actually came in through a very different avenue, which was at the time they were, it was the uh, elections, and so I actually came in to work on a project called Viewpoints. Um, and at that point, we were collecting voices from all around the world and all political perspectives about the main issues that were, that were being held for those elections. And so it was interesting. It was a really unique. It was sort of actually my introduction to the online world, the online community, and getting people to engage in, in social issues and a fascinating study in terms of how people communicate online, to be true. And then I eventually kind of moved to the company, and when the opportunity to came, came up for the Green Channel, it's been a passion of mine, and actually the real main driving force of all of my work in the past you know, years, looking at how does media um, interact with environmental messaging. You know, so in some ways it's like marketing, like how do you get people to talk and think and, and want to consume this information that inherently, especially these days, is just bad news. So it was one of the things that I had actually produced um, you know, a short PSA actually for Current before I was working, them, working with them, um, but also just it's, it's definitely my life's mission in terms of, you know, bringing people to the table so that they can, you know, I feel like what I do is I give people appetizers so that they can, <laughs> you know, consume the, the, the main dish, you know, and I feel like the appetizer should be small and bite taste and, and, you know, accessible and easy. And so I know I'm kind of like spinning off into kind of nowhere, nowhere land with this question, but in terms no, of like... No, not at all. <laughs> I can be a little bit more concrete. I grew up on a farm in Vermont. <laughs> I love the wilderness. <laughs> and it's really, I come to this because I love the land, I love the wilderness, and I love this planet, and I want everyone to be able to engage in that conversation. Well, and I think you really do inspire that. I mean, when you look at the material that you've created on, you know, current.com slash green, and I'm really hoping that our listeners will be checking this out as they're listening to this interview, um, what you give us are, are exactly that, bite-sized chunks of much bigger issues, but it kind of does what the appetite, and it makes you beg the question, why am I not getting this information anywhere else? I mean, you really have a unique blend of information that, I mean, I, I make it my job to get out there and see, you know, what's going on, who's saying what, and, and it's just not out there in the mainstream the way that I'd love for it to be. Um, but I have to say, we have to thank our community for that, you know, because that's the amazing piece about that page. All the news that you're seeing on there, it was brought to us by our online community. And I'm like, usually, it's like I scour, you know, it's like do the I Google, you know, it's like I, I check out all the sites. But I am so, it's like it, it's, it's my job to do this, but I also can honestly say that, like, I have such extreme pleasure when I go to our site. I see the amazing range of information on there from the hardcore, you know, dark green, you know, policy wonk 
information and news to like the, you know, light and fun and the wilderness pictures to the, you know, how you actually do things to change your life. Um, I'm inspired by what people bring to us and really appreciate it as a point of discovery. Well, and I think that's what's been fun for me to, in my organization, the Go Green Initiative, which is what brings me to the table of green. And, and that's been all the great stories that I get from schools that are going green and all these creative ways that students and their teachers and their parents are, you know, helping their communities go green. And, and really, I think you and I are in the same boat when it comes to appreciating not just, you know, what we get to you know, put out to our communities, but what they give back, it's just so rich and so inspiring. I, I have to ask, when you became the online producer for the Green Channel on Current.com, what goals did you have for your broadcast? Because they're, they're really good, and I've got to think there's got to be some sort of mission or goal or objective behind that. What did you set out to do that you would consider, you know, a success matrix? How do you define success for the Green Channel? Well, I mean, there's two ways to look at it. There's a very concrete, you know, how many people are watching us, <laughs> you know? Um, but I think the real goal was, for me, it's like I wanted to speak outside the choir. You know, I think that um, it's really easy to stay in a conversation of talking to people that already believe your same beliefs or are already personally invested and are already taking action in their lives. But for me personally, I think that what makes it, more exciting and challenging is to say, okay, now how can I take this issue and and make it accessible and interesting to someone who doesn't identify as an environmentalist, who someone doesn't who doesn't associate with the words eco or green or doesn't care what the word sustainability means, but they care about their lives and they care about their health and they care about their children, and now all of a sudden you can start speaking their language and and just not force feeding. I think that's the kind of saddest thing about. I mean, I think what's amazing about media and amazing as, you know, we all evolve in terms of understanding um, how to get messages out there, but unfortunately I think the environmental movement kind of got a bad rap because for so many years they had to scream so loud and be so extreme to get anyone to pay attention. Well, it's like now people are paying attention, but the reputation's still there, right? So it's right. still sort of like a, a weird connotation to being an environmentalist. It kind of means, you know, in the back of my head, consciously or unconsciously, I kind of think, you know, you're probably a little bit of a left-winger freakoid. You know, well, that's <laughs> a shame, you know, because cause it's like, and that's why I kind of like, I don't like using the word, I'm an environmentalist. I don't like using the word, I'm an activist. I like saying, I just want to live on a healthy planet, you know, and it's yeah. like... Um, you know, one of the one of my favorite people to talk to is uh, Dave Burdick. He used to be the like, green editor for Huffington Post, and now he's off in Boulder. But like, he used to say, you know, I like that. I like football, and I like beer, and I also like the environment. And it's like, I think hearing more of those kinds of voices, where it's just about being whole rounded people and not being like segmented off in this random corner. So I think the more kinds of people that we can get engaged in conversations about the environment, and the more people that, that we see with different perspectives, then that's where you see the win. I totally agree with you. I mean, I and 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 I say that and to tell all of our Go Green Radio listeners that we, Leah and I didn't talk about this before, and it just so happens that you know I ask a question without knowing what she would say. But Leah, I totally agree with you, and actually, that's what's been kind of fun for me in my world uh, of sustainability is the Go Green Initiative. Is that we have a whole lot of people in that movement that you know might not join the Sierra Club. They just really love their kids, and they see going green as another expression of all the things that they already do to 
protect their children's future and set them up for healthy and successful futures. And so I think you're right. I think that, um, you know, if we're all one-trick ponies in the environmental world, the message is kind of boring, and people will only come and listen to it when they're in the mood to get blasted with green messages. But the more that it becomes sort of infused in real life, you know, average everyday people and why they care about it, I think that's really powerful. You know, you've done so many different stories, and, and I just have to wonder if you have a favorite one out there. I mean, have you done a story that you just think, wow, that was awesome? Well, I can't say that. I, like, I don't cover things in the normal way. I think most of my stuff is just pointing people towards the new stories. So I wish I could say, like, I have a favorite. Um, you know, it's like the favorites to me are always, like, covering the eco-heroes. I'm just a sucker for that kind of stuff. Um I like making fun of things, so like, and this is going to sound horrible, but like, it's, I mean, the beautiful part about this, about this moment is that people get their heart in it. They get really personally invested. And so a lot of times we'll get these really random, strange videos. They're just not (laughs) videos, but they're really heartfelt messages, you know? So it's like they cringe if you're any kind of filmmaker to look at them because you're like, ah! But like, if if you just look at the love that went behind, like the hours that went into it, then you just got to make it like like weird green videos, people that just love the environment (laughs) and we love them for it. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, that's I, awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I know I, I love getting all kinds of emails and, and fun things. I mean, people really do care, and they care a bunch. And we're going to talk more with Leah after this commercial break about some of the stories that maybe she wants to do, some of the things that are going to be coming up on current.com slash green. you got to check that out. So we'll be back in just a few moments. Don't go away, folks. More with Go Green Radio after this. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Now, Mrs. Johnson, before we close on your mortgage loan, I want to make sure you remember Mike. Hi. You can trust me. I'm African-American, just like you. So here's the low monthly payments and interest rates we promised, and here's where they triple. The rest of this stuff is just here to make sure that we get your house when you can't pay us back. What a lovely house. Predatory lenders are never this easy to spot. Call us at 866-222-FAIR and protect yourself with the facts. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Fair Housing Alliance and the Ad Council. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST. 
4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh. There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, folks. We are having a blast with Leah Lamb. She is the online producer for Current Green, which is the online green channel for Current.com. Don't close this web browser. Keep listening to us on the number one talk radio station, VoiceAmerica.com, but open a new tab in your web browser and go to www.Current.com slash green, and there you will see... Leah's Masterpiece. She's got all kinds of great information. It's a conglomeration of the best and some of the most eclectic information about sustainability, about what's going on in the world, and uh, it's, it's really an impressive collection of work that she's put together. So, Leah, you know, you are working for Current TV. You're working for this company that was founded by former Vice President Al Gore. Have you ever met him? I mean, I've never seen him speak live. Have you actually you know, met him and interacted with him? So first, yes, and, but first I've got to say thank you so much for calling it my masterpiece. It's, it's, it's very sweet, but I should also just say that it's, you know, our website is, A, like, made up of our, you know, of our community. Like, they really created that page, and also, like, all the amazing people that work at Current. It's such a collective experience in creating what you see there. So you see my face right there, but it's really like, hundreds of people involved. I just need to say that. And as for, you know, Al Gore, yes, I am. Um, I did get to meet him. It's funny when you interview at Current, and um, one of like the key questions was like, "Can you actually handle yourself, you know, around, you know, celebrity presence like Al Gore?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, totally. I, you know, like grew up in New York City and around the theater world, and I've been around stars for so much of my life, and blah blah." And I was like, "No worries." And then um, Earth Day came around, and I got to work with him on like our call out for Earth Day last year. And so I go into his office, and first of all, I have to say he's probably one of the most polite. People I've ever met. I think he actually like apologized for not standing up when I walked in the door, which I had never, you know, I think in my entire life experienced any man saying that. <laughs> um, but he's, you know, he's like he's very, you know, he's very he's very considerate. I think you know, in some ways, we kind of think of him as sort of like our our uh, he's um 
He's always very kind to everyone at Current when he comes in, very considerate and talkative and um, and very sweet. And so when I actually, when I walked up to him, like for the first time in my life, I think, I was just past the point of nervous. I think my hand was like shaking with a piece of paper. So I can handle, you know, actors, but I guess around Alcorn, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've I've got to ask: ha, Have you done an interview, or or have you it's still are you still waiting for an interview that's kind of proved elusive? I mean, if you had a dream interview, anyone in the world that you could you know get in front of a camera and put up on uh, current green, who would it be? What would that story be, or who would that story be? You know, I think I mean. It's, it's, I can go in so many different directions with that. You know, it's like you can have the Al Gores who people recognize and want to hear from. And it's like, oh, my God, that's so exciting. Of course, we're about to do an interview with him. But also it's like hearing from, like, um, Alex Lors. He's a 15-year-old kid who has, like, started his own sort of, like, Al Gore-like version of a slideshow. And he's on fire and he's inspired. And I think I always get really excited about hearing young people who are articulate and driven and clearly like, you know, working from a higher place even than themselves in terms of like delivering a message about the environment. Um, I think for me also, it's not just about interviewing people in the studio. It's about like, what can you experience with people out there? So it's like, um, one of my fantasies, honestly, is to like be able to swim with a whale, to have contact with this animal that's like leaving the planet as we speak. And I think that's that's one of my actual real dreams is to be able to show people the places that are that are leaving, and not just because of the natural course of the planet, because of our because of our impact on it. So that's a definite dream of mine. Wow, that would be powerful. That would be really amazing. I, I love your vision, Leah. And and in speaking about your vision, I think you've done some of the best work I've seen um, in covering the upcoming Copenhagen Climate Talks. And I'm not going to assume that all of our Go Green Radio listeners know about what's going on in Copenhagen because, frankly, I don't think there's been all that much American media coverage on this accord. So let's begin. Um, if you would please give our listeners kind of a thumbnail sketch of what's about to happen in Copenhagen, and then we'll go from there. Well, it's really complex <laughs> what's about to happen. But, like, in a nutshell, you know, there are leaders from around the world coming together to negotiate um, policy that will ultimately affect our entire planet. Um, and it's, it's like you don't want to be overly dramatic, but it could just kind of, like, determine the fate of the planet, you know. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's an underreported story. It's a very, very, very hard story to report on because it's very, very complex. It's, like, hard to get into if you don't know the history of the Kyoto Protocol. Like, like this, I mean, it's hard for me to really get a full grasp on it. And I should say also that there are amazing journalists that dedicate their time. Like, I tell the story of the environment, and I show, like, lots of different windows into what's going on all across the environment, and Copenhagen is one of them, so of course it's main interest, but there are other journalists that dedicate their entire existence to this one topic, Um, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, hopefully you'll find them on our site, but also I just want want everyone to know that they're out there. You know, Gris is doing amazing coverage. Um, Mother Jones is doing great coverage, and there are other places that just dedicate themselves completely to this. Well, and and what is basically on the table? Um, you know, what what's the main topic of discussion for Copenhagen? Well, it's like, and so it's great that you're actually asking that because that's the question that I ask people. I've been doing a series called 360 Degrees of Copenhagen, where mm-hmm. what I've been doing is I've been pulling in people from all different perspectives and all different sides of the table to talk about 
you know, A, do they have hope in you know, Copenhagen, and what do they think is the main issue? And everyone has very different things. Yesterday I talked to a polar bear via Skype. Honestly, <laughs> 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 one of the most fun interviews I've done yet. Um, and for that person, it was air water quality. You know, I mean, I think air, air, air quality. And I think that's one of the things that everyone's talking about. You'll hear this word 350, 350, 350. You know, like, what does it mean? Well, it's, it's parts per million of CO2 in the air. And it's that, that um, amount that scientists are estimating that pretty much we've got to get that to, that we've got to get the, the amount of carbon in the air has to be, you know, 350 or lower for us to be able to live healthy, normal lives on this planet. Right now, we're at 372 and increasing. So, you know, that's one of the driving forces that everyone's coming together around to really talk about. But, you know, also right now they're saying that, you know, it could be over. <laughs> you know, they're saying that, that we might, you know, it's, it's it, Copenhagen's is this kind of amazing show, you know, in terms of where um, a lot of the negotiators will know ahead of time what they can, what they can't do. So a lot of people are predicting that we might not see very much right now. It might be later later in the game. Right, right. And as we near the start date for Copenhagen, what is your coverage strategy going to be? I mean, it's almost like the balloon is deflating before they even get there, but I imagine there'll be something, you know, to report on. Are, are you going to actually oh, go? Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be an amazing story because what's happening there is that there are people from all over the planet, and young people in particular, who are, who are more conscious than others, perhaps, that their fate is being determined by, by these policy decisions. And so I think it's going to be an extraordinary time to really hear and capture the stories of um, people from around the planet who care about this issue and or, or are aware that this issue is one they should be aware of, if that makes sense. So right. we'll, be, we'll be following it, and we'll be definitely delivering different stories um, from various perspectives. And we're not exactly positive um, down to the details about how we're going to do it yet, but it's definitely on the, on the top of our mind, needless to say. Well, you did a story, something about clocks. I remember we were talking about this in Hawaii. What was, what was the thing with the clocks? Oh, that was in Barcelona. So there have been different climate talks happening around the world in, prepar- in preparation for Copenhagen. There was some in Bangkok and Barcelona. And, um, you know, one of the things that I love is uh, creativity and activism right now. That and, and it seems like this is the year of the great big banner. <laughs> you know, they dropped <laughs> over Mount Rushmore. They dropped one over the Brooklyn Bridge. You know, um, you know, like different groups and like these huge banners. So they definitely capture the great for photo shots, you know, photo shoots. They make great headlines because it's a dynamic, exciting image to look at. Um, and so they did one over the, uh, I guess, one of the main clock towers in, in Barcelona. Ah, so we okay. were sitting in a conference room in Hawaii when I got that news over Twitter. <laughs> it's amazing. Social media. You can just Twitter. stay connected all the time. Well, <laughs> in the Sorry, minutes that we have left before we go to break, um, tell us, in, in your perspective, based on the interviews you've been doing, you know, when people talk about Copenhagen as Hopenhagen, what do you think we can hope for, realistically, out of these talks? Oh, you know, I'm just going to talk from my personal point of view. You know, I think that, A, you should know about Hopenhagen.org, um, which is a website that's, you know, dedicating itself to making sure that people have, you know, understand and have the tools that they need to actually get invade, um, involved in these issues. I think for me personally, as a storyteller, as someone involved in the media and that wants everyone to know the issues that are going on in terms of environment and how they relate to you, I think that this is sort of that moment where, um, you know, Copenhagen will, will 
will capture the world's attention for two full weeks. It's amazing, December 7th to the 18th. You know, um, I think more than anything, hopefully, just from that ground perspective, that people will become intensely aware that they need to be in direct communication with their political leaders. They need to be telling them over and over and over again that this is a top priority as much as health care. You know, and that when, when your political leaders hear that over and over and over again, and, and if they see that their ability to get elected is connected to your interest in the environment, then yep. it becomes a game changer, and it just won't change until that happens. I love it. Leah Lamb. Folks, we're going to be back after this com- commercial break, and we're going to have more with Leah, the online producer for Current Green. So don't go away. We'll be right back in just a moment with more Go Green Radio. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, folks. That message that you just heard from our uh, producer there, you know what? Let's get involved because you guys are tweeting me. 
you are sending me little IMs, and I want you to call in. This is your chance to talk to the one and only Leah Lamb, online producer of Current Green. Those of you who are looking at her page, you're opening a new tab in your web browser, and you can check it out at www.current.com slash green. Leah's with us, and we are having a blast. We were just talking about Copenhagen. She left us with a great strategy, which is talk to your elected representatives. Let them know what you care about. Let them know, and I love the way she said it, that their ability to get elected depends on how well they're paying attention to what you care about with the environment, that this issue is just as important as health care. I couldn't agree with her more. Leah, thanks so much for being on Go Green Radio. We are so excited to have you on. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure today. Well, you know what? You have such, and I've mentioned this before, such an eclectic collection of pieces that you've done on, you know, Current Green and pieces that your audience has sent in. I have to wonder, what do you consider your target audience for Current Green to be? I mean, describe that target audience for us. When you're producing material, when you are, you know, placing material that's been developed by your viewers on Current Green, um, what do you think your target audience is like? Describe them for us. I suppose it'd be wrong if I said everybody. <laughs> um, everybody in media says that, but you and I both know <laughs> it's not true. that is a I pipe know. dream. Yep. So, when you're, when, well, when I mean, you're producing this stuff, who are they? Who's in your mind? Who's in my mind? So, um, I mean, there's two different people, two very distinct different groups in my mind. You know, one is the people who are really invested in the issues and want to stay up to date. Right. So it's like part of me is constantly making sure that we have the, the most recent, up-to-date information available. Um, and then I think the other piece that I really wanted to, it's like, and, and, the, and the inherently invested and interested, right? So I think some of our best pieces have been behind the scenes of the major headlines. So sometimes when there's a really hot topic on our site, we'll get like 60 or 80 you know, or so comments. I'm like, oh, well, people are really inge- invested in this topic, and you don't even get that much from the main story. Let's go deeper. And so for those people, you know, we'll dig deeper. And then there's the other people that are just like the curious, right? So it's like the vaguely interested, possibly curious, if you entertain me. So with those people, I, I do things like um, we just did a piece yesterday on um, how Twilight, Buffy, and True Blood are teaching us how to save the world. And, you know, there's, it's like this silly opinion piece, but it's kind of looking at the greater metaphor that's coming out of this, you know, universal story, which I just think is fascinating in all the vampire stories, where every single modern-day vampire story that's coming out, or of those three, is talking about how, um, you know, there's, it's the same story. There's a vampire heartthrob who can't kill the mortal that he's fallen in love with, you know, because he'll kill uh-huh. the thing he loves. And it's like, oh, my God, that's the story, the crisis of our sustainability movement right now that we can't kill the thing we love most. So it's like how to take those super mainstream concepts and, and put them into the lexicon of the environment, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, those are the two, two audiences. I'm well, going, and out, I saw I'm going your out in the left field. When I interview people, it drives me crazy when they do this. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think people, I'm like, come on back. <laughs> <laughs> no, and this is, this is great because it's kind of like your stream of consciousness. And for a lot of folks who might consider you know, actually contributing something or sending something to you, I think it really helps them to know how you, how you think and what you think. And I saw your piece on, on the vampire piece, and, and I thought that was really funny, and I was like, oh, no, 
you know, John Stewart's going to pick up Leah Lamb and, you know, have, you know, it was really funny the way that you did it. And um, it's like, don't go away. Don't leave Kurt Green, you know, because it was really, really good. And it kind of had that, that daily show feel about it where you're taking something, you know, you're, you're talking directly to all these twihards. And my daughter and I actually fall into that category. I'm bleary-eyed you know, from, from actually seeing it last night. But, um, you know, and you're taking something really, really modern, something really, really current, and giving it an environmental bent. And I think that's a really smart strategy to, to reach out to not just the people who are, are already on board with your message, but people who might be on the periphery and kind of rope them in. Now, once you get people looking for a good cur- metaphor on football, if anybody knows, like, how I can talk about football, the language or environment, <laughs> I don't speak footballies. Um, but one thing I should also just say in terms of, like, story discovery is I get so many ideas from people that write me and ask me what they want to know more about. So, like, um, Christine Liu is actually infamous for this. I swear to God, once a week she's like, hey, is this green? Is this environmental? What do I do about this, you know? And she always, you know, twitters me about this. And, and most of the time, like, I'll make a story out of it. So, like, right now, because so many of my friends have been like, so what's the deal with sustainable fish and how do you do it and what's the good fish to eat? So now I've started interviewing and doing this three-part series talking about people from all different perspectives in the fishing industry about sustainable fish. So it's like I can't tell you enough how much I love to hear from people about what they're really interested in because that totally drives the kind of uh, stories that we cover. Well, and that's so responsive. I mean, I love that that whole attitude because, you know, it really does make it feel interactive. And I think that's part of what people have been missing with the environmental messaging that's been going out. It's really been like if you're going to listen to some of the more mainstream you know, environmental establishment organizations, it's like drinking from a fire hose. It's all one-way communication. And that's what I think is really unique about Current Green. It is so obvious that that you consider it a dialogue. And I think that's hugely respectful of a very intelligent audience that you've got out there. Um, and I love that about Current Green. I think that should really be a template for the way environmental messaging is done in the 21st century. Um, respect your audience enough to listen and respond. I think it's really cool. And I think also it's like the thing about the times that we're in is, you know, we've been given some really stark deadlines in terms of how long we have left to live on the planet as we know it in terms of, like, the state of the environment. And um, it's too many problems to solve at once, right? And we know that the current model isn't always working in the best way possible. And I think that the answers and the solutions are coming from everywhere. And I think that's the other thing that really personally excites me about Current Green is that, you know, we've got, like, there are 15-year-olds that are coming up with solar technology right now. You know, there Mm -hmm. are 14-year-olds coming up with amazing ways to convert their transams into electric cars. And so I think that more and more I feel like it's so important to listen and give a platform from people from all over the world to share their ideas and their solutions because you never know where the next most brilliant idea is going to come from. And as long as we're willing to listen to each other and then pick out the best ideas, I think that that's the place and the way that we're all going to win. Well, and congratulations to you for creating a platform where that can happen. I mean, I think that's, well, that's I, pretty I, terrific. Again, I can't take credit for that just because the current.com platform is designed by a lot of brilliant designers and creators and engineers and, and um, you know, big thinkers. So thank you for always giving me the credit, but i got to give it right back to all the good people at Current because they do amazing mm-hmm. work. Well, I, I, for a long time, I've felt like, you know, and this is actually why I wrote the Go Green Initiative, because I felt like there was a lot of environmental education out there, but it didn't amount to much when it came to actually measuring 
what the benefit was. So you could do a puppet show about recycling, but if it didn't result in more recycling on the campus, it didn't really amount to much. Where it comes to, you know, current green, how do you kind of move your audience towards a call to action? How do you move them from talkivism to activism? I mean, what's your call to action and what your hope is that your audience will actually do after they ingest, you know, your message? How do you do that? Well, so that's a really complex question, and I think what's interesting about that is that there is an assumption that media makers, in this particular, related to news, have the um, design to actually motivate their audience to take action. And I just think that's fascinating, because before working with Current, I actually worked, um, and I consulted with filmmakers who, wanted, who were making documentaries about the environment, and they wanted to get their audiences to activate. The sole purpose of making these entire films was to do that. And that was one thing. We used to do news sharing, and, and, and I think this is one of the most exciting things of, my, of these times, because green media has taken a different role. We are not just reporting on the news anymore. We are telling people, here's the information, now do something with it. You know, um, right. I think that, you know, for my overall goal, it's like, I, it's twofold. It's, it's a, um, the best way to tell this, I, I think the best more metaphor I have is that I used to work as a wilderness guide in the world, um, and I used to work with youth at risk in, in drug rehab. And you knew that when you're working with these kids, you know, you take them out for three weeks out in the wilderness, and they'd go clean, and they would swear by the end that they were going to stay clean for the rest of their lives, and, and you knew that they weren't going to. But at the same time, you knew that you'd given them a dose of information that they could never, ever forget. You know, and mm-hmm. what they chose to do that was up to them. And I think that's how I think of green media as well. You know, it's like I, it's, you're, you're giving people the information that they can't forget. And then what they choose to do with it's up to them. But I feel like it's my responsibility to not just give information because the information is overwhelming and upsetting and gives me nightmares personally. It's, but mm-hmm. to give like an information inspiration sandwich, you know, so you get some information. Now let's have some inspiration because, because you know, yes, there's a problem, but there's people all over the world solving it, and you can engage in that as well. And I feel like that and honestly, the comfort of community. Sometimes it's just really nice to be able to talk to other people online and be like, wow, that's horrific that they're saying that cheetahs are going to be extinct in 20 years. I'm like, what does that mean to me? And what does that mean to my belief in humanity? You know, that, that, we're going to, that we have the information and, and that we're not acting on it, you know? Um, so I think sometimes it's just also the comfort of community and being able to share the experience and talk and communicate online and hear different perspectives. And I think it also makes people articulate their perspectives, which I think is really great. Because the one thing I love about Current is that it's not a bunch of um, people that that are all believers that climate change is created by humans. You know, that it's an active discussion and argument on our site all the time. And I feel like that's a win. When we have people of different perspectives engaging in conversation, then, then great. When we're not just stuck talking to the choir and it means that we're actually possibly doing something irrelevant in the world. Well, and I think that's, that's a mouthful because really that's been, I think, one of the biggest downfalls of, of environmental media for a long, long time is that it was sort of an echo chamber of people who were all like, here's what I believe, and then everybody says, yeah, me too. And then somebody mm-hmm. says, well, here's what I believe, and everybody says, yeah, me too. And then I think there was this real shock when they went out and realized that, A, people disagreed with them and they weren't ready for that, um, and, B, that when they did disagree with somebody, that there was not, you know, an opportunity or, or even a desire to sort of say, wait a second, let's see what we actually do agree on 
and see if we can't you know, increase the concentric circles of this common ground as we discuss with one another. It became sort of a, you know, two-sided argument instead of a, you know, opportunity to come together. And so that's what's really cool about what you're creating. I mean, you've created an actual physical space for people to to have a, a rational, reasonable discussion. Speaking of which, we're going to have more of a rational, reasonable discussion with the online producer of Current Green, Leah Lamb. Folks, we'll be back in just a few after this commercial break, but just remember, you can call in, you can talk to Leah yourself at 1-866-472-5788. We'll be right back after these commercial breaks. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Tolvanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Tolvanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Hi, my name is Aaron, and I'm a survivor of mannequinism. Mannequinism is basically when you turn into a hard plastic shell. They say it's from not being politically active. For me, it started when I didn't register to vote, and then I stopped volunteering, and before I knew it, I wasn't doing anything. And that's when I found a small patch of plastic on my right shoulder. Protect yourself from mannequinism. Log on to fightmannequinism.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. The Interstate Sportsman Talk radio show brings two well-known outdoorsmen to the Voice America Network with hunting and fishing info news. Talking about everything from new sporting gear, places to hunt and fish, and getting more from your recreation time. Join host Brock Ray and Don Kirk Friday mornings at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 Eastern, for the Interstate Sportsman on the Voice America channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, folks. We are having a blast with Leah Lamb, the online producer for Current Green. For those of you just joining us, you can check out Current Green by opening a new tab in your web browser. Don't turn us off on voiceamerica.com. Keep listening. Open a new tab and go to www.current.com slash green. And there you'll see Current Green, the online version green channel of Current TV. And we're talking with the online producer, Leah Lamb. Leah, 
thank you so much for being with us on Go Green Radio today. This has just been a blast. I really am glad you're here. Oh, thank you so much. It's been really fun to talk with you. Well, I, I've gotten a couple of emails uh, from folks. They were listening to our last segment, and I'm going to – this is from Jason in Texas. He said he wants to know who is the most annoying person or annoying interview you've ever done. Have you ever done a story that you totally disagreed with and you, he, he asks what, the most annoying or totally disagreeable story or interview you've done? Have you got an answer for Jason? Oh, Jason, I wish I did. Um you know, it's like, unfortunately, when you pick the people that you interview with, I'm usually pretty invested in their perspective and their point of view. And, you know, it brings up the point, like, you know, it, it makes me think, hmm, should I be interviewing people that I really disagree with and giving them a platform to really be heard? Uh, I'll definitely chew on that for a little bit. But um, no one's been that annoying. Well, that's actually great. good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> you know, um, that's that's one of the things that I'd like to ask too. I mean, do you feel like um, with your platform, it's a it's a place where you know you might see at some point some debates or um, you know kind of two sided uh, discussions? What's your oh. what's your feeling on that? Oh yeah, I mean, it's like we see it all the time. I mean, I think one of the biggest best um, issues right now is um, meat. You know, the issue of, you know, there are people that feel really strongly that one of the best ways to lower your carbon footprint is to stop eating meat, you know, and um, they'll post these just mind-blowing videos that really have actually, I mean, I've had the information in my brain forever, right? You know, it's like, but, like, something something turns for me. I don't know. It's like I thank the current community for this, where it's really changed my personal behavior in terms of how often I eat meat and even if I'm even able to eat meat anymore. But that particular topic, like, just drives people crazy because they're either very, very invested in being able to have their steaks and their chicken and their sausage and their bacon, and then you dare tell me that's a bad thing to do, and other people who are, like, you know, very strong on the other side, thinking that it's animal cruelty and horrific and horrible systems and so it's like anything, it's just close to people's heart. Anything that's close to people's stomach is very close to their heart. <laughs> <laughs> that much close to the keyboard. <laughs> well, and I can honestly say, I mean, my own daughter, she's a senior in high school, and she made the decision over the summer after doing research on that very issue that she just could not consume animal products. I mean, she, she felt like, and again, it was, you know, an animal cruelty issue and an environmental issue. And, you know, I, I've been feeding her meat her whole life, and that was just something she took on herself very personally. And so she probably was looking at your website <laughs> to, to do her research. So exactly which video she saw. <laughs> <laughs> so it's made my dinner time planning very challenging. Thanks a lot, Leah. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, I, I think that we're living in very exciting times. I mean, you know, I have three young people, three young minds that I'm raising here in my household, and and they really have this belief that, um, you know, anything is possible. And I think more even than when I was their age, they feel empowered that they really can participate in the conversation. I mean, thanks to platforms like Current TV and others, they really feel like some of the old boundaries to success, like age, race, background, gender, some of those things might be a thing of the past. And I think the new administration coming in has given a lot of people, especially young people, that feeling. You know, you are at the vortex of, of green media, environmental media, you see everything that's going on. For young people who want to become leaders in the environmental movement, how do you recommend that they gain credibility to actually achieve that goal? 
Well, I'd say both. First, go find a good mentor. You know, honestly, like go find some people that are uh, a little salty, salty behind the ears. What's the term? Um, you know, there are some amazing environmental organizations that are out there. Just to name a few, like Energy Action Coalition. Um, they have, you know, now I think quarterly conferences that are just for and by youth, which are called the PowerShift Conferences. There's 350.org, which is just really inspiring. Um, you know, it's like I'm just thinking of like the ones that are particularly geared and run by youth. Those are those are the two that come, you know, most to mind. And actually, 350 was, was founded by Bill McKibben, but he's definitely, you know, really understands the power of a uh, youth-run organization. And I think that, um, A, it's like go out there and find someone who's doing it and learn from their mistakes, but also, be like, follow your heart. You know, it's like, again, like I keep going back to Alex Flores. This is a kid who just, like, watched Al Gore's video, got incredibly inspired, and, like, couldn't be quiet about it, and just started doing it. So it's like, while one side of my mouth is saying, go find people that know how to do it, the other side of my mouth is saying, just go do it. And if you're being authentic and true and smart, people will listen to you. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing. And I think that's the power of social media right now. That's the power of Twitter. That's the power of Facebook. You know, it's that um, while there's so much noise out there that, um, if, you know, it, you can get heard, which is, you know, it's a, an amazing time to be in the world right now. It is. I think that's that's a great message, Leah. I think the youth of of this country and of the world should, should listen to exactly what you just said. Um, on the one hand, learn from people. On the other hand, just... Do it. Just get out there and get started. Um, and I think that that's exactly what they need to hear. They need to be encouraged to to speak up, to make their YouTube videos and write their blogs, and just just immerse themselves in this world. You know, I submit your content to Current. Maybe I'll feature it. <laughs> there you go. And, I, and that leads like, perfectly in, into what I want to ask you before we go today. You know, I am a huge fan of Current Green, um, and I, I expect that. A lot of our Go Green Radio listeners are going to really love what you're doing and get out there and check it out. If we could do something to help you, if our Go Green Radio listener community could do anything to help you or to check off something on your wish list that would help you become even more successful with Current Green, what is it that we could do? Well, I mean, come often in lots, you know, come on over. I mean, I think really I love hearing from people. I love hearing about what you're interested in, what you're passionate about, what you want to know more of. And then also, like, bringing us your stories, the stories that you think are important. I think that's what really inspires me about Current, is that people from around the world are saying, this is what's current, this is what's important, this is what you should be looking at. And it might not be the headlines of any of the mainstream media. You know, and I think that's what's really kind of empowering about this new form of, of, of new media. Um, and yeah, in terms of like what I want, I want to hear more from our community. I want to hear what you want to know about. And believe me, you'll you'll see it on the homepage if not the next day. You know, at least within a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and I appreciate that. I mean, and I know that I speak for a lot of people out there who feel like, um, you know, maybe sometimes mainstream media is not that responsive and is not listening to us. I mean, we can follow all these different, you know, cable news channels on Twitter, but that doesn't mean that what we care about is going to end up there. And knowing that there's an online producer for Current Green who's really listening, I think is going to inspire a lot of allegiance to what you're doing. So I want to thank you, Leah, 
I want to thank you for what you do, but thank you for being with us on Go Green Radio. Folks, um, I am so glad that you joined us today, and I hope that you have a very happy Thanksgiving. We'll be back uh, after the holidays with more Go Green Radio. We want to hear from you. So give us an email at gogreenradio at gmail.com. And until then, I'm thankful for you, and happy Thanksgiving from Go Green Radio. Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.